What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, episode 14. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Hall, as always, joined by Matt Drobot. Matt, how's it going? He keeps me locked in the basement. Please send help. You no know one. I'm just going to edit that out. Nobody's ever going to hear get, your, your like, cries. <laughs> this was my one chance. That's why I have executive creative control. That to, way you can never send elaborate. out any... I know, I should have read the contract. Yeah. There you were. got my firstborn... Eight pints of blood. And well, you should have figured when you signed it by cutting your hand open and signing with your blood. Oh, that's how I've been making deals with all the people in the streets for years. That's how COVID escaped. It's by you cutting your hand open and releasing your vile contagion upon the world. Man, I like that you think I was important enough that the government put a super cool deadly disease in me has nothing to do with the government it has everything to do with your own self like a much like a can of sauerkraut you develop your own bacteria and viral contagions on the inside It has nothing to do everybody thinks it's the government because it's like holy shit how i'm really just more offended you went with sauerkraut as the food that i was well i can't think of a kombucha i'm just trying to think of other fermented foods i know there's a ton well like uh, sauerkraut is the first that i thought of and sauerkraut was the first you're such a white nationalist (laughs) how i just really enjoy german German culture (laughs) and i'm really into world war ii specifically the german side of things oh my gosh (laughs) everyone knew that one kid in high school who like made their personality like world war ii for some reason that was you? No, no. no. I did really enjoy World War II, but no, it was not me. <laughs> I just came in dressed as a Nazi officer every day. But like, but that was back when History Channel, like all they played was World War II documentaries. It would it go crazy. from World War II to UFO documentaries. I got out before the UFOs hit. Mm. Oh, unfortunately for you. Uh, are you playing anything? Playing a little bit in Elden Ring. I'm playing a lot of Writer's Republic. Why do you all of a sudden get so soft-spoken when you start talking about what you're doing with your life? I don't. I feel like I've like, I've been at that level this whole time. No, no, no. It's not your volume level. It's the tone. You're like, oh, I've been playing Elden Ring. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, I've been doing this. I'm went, just a cool, fun, shy guy. Went to the Peach Pit concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was telling the nice lady at Starbucks today. What were you? What were you? Oh, about Peach Pit. Yeah. Oh. Does she like Peach Pit? She like yeah, I've she, never heard. She of hadn't them. heard of. That's everybody. For as packed as that concert was, everybody that I've talked to about going to a concert yesterday, they were like, "Oh, who you see?" And I was like, "Peach Pit." And they're like, "That was like that guy stopped was like, who are you guys lined up for?'" Everyone's like, "Peach Pit." The yeah. crowd's hyped. Guys like, eh, "I don't know." Just, just drives drove away. away yeah, no says nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> just leaves. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's a good banger. But no, I've been playing a little bit of Elden Ring. Can't I found drink, out. Can't drink iced coffee while recording. I find out. <laughs> I need to have a mute button. Wearing the headphones. Yeah. You should. That's why you get a better mixer. And then the levels. And then we could look like Dre. Not important. Okay. Matt, it's a miracle we're not using USB microphones as we were just speaking about. It is a miracle. 
I mean, how not a miracle, I wouldn't say. I would say more a, an example of fiscal irresponsibility. I don't think you needed to hit it right on the head like that. <laughs> I don't think we needed to be honest. <laughs> I try. I aim to be as honest as possible. That's fair. Possible is very small, but like as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah. found out I got like a timer on Elden Ring. It's about like hour and a half. Then all my tries just become useless. Like I do not improve. Mm, it is just like you're not learning anything. Yeah, it's like a point of progression. You just hit yeah. a wall of frustration, yeah. or no, just like I don't know, capability. It might just be a mental thing. But you are after about that time. I'm just like, oh, gotta take like a thirty minute break. You know, do something else, <laughs> and then I come back, smash, nail it. But then play. Another, Got to do know, another hour and a half. Hour and a half, and, and, and then just like... Maybe that's just like your body telling you, please, please do something else. <laughs> nah, bro, if it lets me sit there and watch anime for 12 hours, it got Is that to, what you it do isn't instead? Gonna... You switch from... Uh, I almost said Berserk. You switch from uh, Elden Ring to anime for 30 minutes, and then you go back and yeah, watch you know, an episode of Naruto. Hop in a quick episode of anime. Get back into Elden Ring. Make no progression in my real life. Did I say the right anime? Shippuden? You still on that? Um, nah, I haven't been keeping up with Shippuden. Oh, I you need watched, to. You watched the terrible Naruto and then got to the good Naruto. I need to get into it. I was watching it while I was working out to inspire me because that's my ninja way. And then you just stopped working out. And then I stopped out. working out. And, uh, I know my mom texted me the other unhelpful. day. My mom texted me the other day. She goes... Hey, I noticed, I ha I still haven't responded. Whoops. She probably thinks I'm like annoyed with her texting me this. I wasn't. I was like, damn. <laughs> she texts me. I noticed you're not having as many uh, like activity notifications anymore. Like I'm not getting as many for, or like any from you anymore. What's, are you all right? Are you working out still? And I was like, have I got a story for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I haven't been, unfortunately. Let's talk about Elden Ring because that shit's already the best-selling game of 2022, and also the fifth best-selling game of the last of 12-month period, ending in February 2022, in which the game came out. So, like, three days, and it. I can't tell tops. the way that the article is, was written. I can't tell if it's counting. Like, I guess it hasn't been a month since Elden Ring released, so it has to be. That's what it means. Yeah, hasn't even been a month since that game fucking came February. out. Not impressed. It really uh, got caught up. That's doing like GTA numbers. Almost. I mean, not quite, but like that's like for any game to be doing like that. I mean, other than Call of Duty or GTA. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. And for such a like a hard game, like such a very genre specific game, you know, like yes. it's a gamer's game. A hundred percent. It's not something you but think. The a casual. gamer's game in which is somehow bleeding over into popular culture. Well, I think that just shows how popular just gaming, gaming is. is is that yeah an experience that everyone know is going to be difficult and knows is this kind of thing people are like oh i want to check it out i still want to attempt to experience this thing it is culturally important yeah that's true it's nice very interesting i mean i'm really i still haven't fucking started it you're doing good playing horizon though you're almost, i know i know and i've I felt kind of guilty because the last like three days, three, four days, I haven't played really, really anything. Um, I just kind of working night shift gets weird, man, because like my morning, it's like I feel a little lackadaisical. I don't necessarily I'm not the type of person that likes playing video games in the morning necessarily. Like 
if I can get myself to turn on the PlayStation, like I, I end up enjoying the fact that I'm playing video games, but it's just not my idea of what I want to do in my morning. And so it's usually a nighttime thing for me, you know, like for a couple hours going into bed, you know, and just working night shifts and getting off at 1130. I don't, I haven't, but I, I, it's defeating in the sense that the only thing I feel like doing is just sitting and melding into my chair and just scrolling through TikToks and it's like, or not TikToks, but like Instagram reels. So TikToks and, uh, <laughs> TikToks six months after they're relevant is what an Instagram reel is. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting little predicament I've got myself in because I feel myself having to pry away from doing the just sit and mindlessly scroll thing after work in order to play video games. And I'm always happy when I do in a sense, but it's just like a heart. It's like an effortful thing, which I feel like playing a video game shouldn't have to do. I should probably get outside more. Yeah, maybe. But also uh, it can be tough when you're like winding down for the night to be like, I'm going to go and get my brain super stimulated. I'm going to be trying to get, you know, on top of this, you know, game and performing and doing well. Yeah. 100%. Hard to do after. And I've been reading Berserk. So it's like, I'd kind of rather do that at the moment. You know, I'm at That's a really, I'm at a really through some Berserk. insane arc in that. So I'm like kind of invested. <laughs> I know with you reading it and playing Elden Ring, I'm very motivated to. Have you opened it? Open. I have. Have you actually? Yeah, I'm nice. still at the same point I was the last time I started it. <laughs> so really no progress has been made, which kind of sums up my life. But <laughs> yeah, Just constantly getting to the same points over and over. And being like, oh yeah, that was awesome. What if I redid that and felt <laughs> super good knowing what was going to happen instead? Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a story that I'm really happy that I went in. I literally knew nothing about that shit going in. Like I had heard whispers of Berserk basically, like of people talking about it and being like, oh, Berserk is like the greatest <laughs> manga of all time. Yeah, well, coming up like right with that big three, it was like, and that being the big intro to anime, I feel like kind of missed Berserk. Also like more adult than when... Oh yeah, Berserk what came out in the 90s, started coming out in the 90s, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I was too young. Until recently. I mean, not recently, but like, <laughs> I was too young until I was 25 years old. <laughs> they said, wait till you're older. I made sure I was older. <laughs> and still occasionally I'm disturbed. Uh, I texted one of my customers after I read the the incantation of doom, I think is what it's called, arc. And it, I was just like what the fuck why they gotta do these characters that i love <laughs> like this like what the fuck is so dirty like there's battles and shit you know that's awesome and they just put put people through situations that are just like fuck not they i mean it's one person but like <laughs> kentaru me i can't remember if it's miura or muira i'm not I great with pronunciation so i'm not gonna try to affirm well, yeah, yeah, i mean you literally just said pronunciation as pronunciation well i've heard it both ways how and now so have you so you've only heard it both ways because everybody else says pronunciation and you say pronunciation so you yeah. hear yourself say pronunciation but i'm pronouncing the word but getting back to the point at hand which is elden ring <laughs> i think it's insane that a game in which Ubisoft developers and Guerrilla developers and other developers are shitting on vocally on Twitter because of its lack of UI 
its lack of um, kind of overt beat you over the head quest design. It's, I mean, perceived lack of realize in re- when in reality, these are all beneficial things because it's, it, it's a stronger game for it. And that's what a lot of people love about the game. But these developers are kind of pissed because they kind of probably see their old way of making games is kind of going by the wayside. And I mean, if you're a UI designer or UX designer for Ubisoft and that, that whole shindig is, is on the way out in some sense. I don't know if it's on the way out and I don't even know if it, you don't think, you don't think open world games going forward are going to copy in some sense, the design of Elden Ring, not necessarily the difficulty in combat, but like as far as this open world, after seeing how massive a sales it's doing and how like well regarded it and breath of the wild are given that, you know? Yeah. I don't necessarily think all games would feel better with less instruction to the player. Like, no, I no, no, my that's example true. would be like, I just mean like games are going to be designed in a way that the story and the, the world building going forward is going to be aimed at less beating you over the head with having a thousand markers on the map and more giving you more like freedom of find discovery and shit like that, you know, given how much, how popular that idea is in this game. Um, no, yeah. And I just don't think that will fit every kind of game. Cause it's like. Ubisoft like is uh you know yeah yeah they have a lot of markers and stuff but like they're a collectathon and it's like like whether you like it or not like that's the game that game would be unbelievably horrible if you then gave me less UI to find all the fucking dumbass collectible things but they do that you now. want me to collect they but give you, you the two options yeah, and I think they give control of that, but I don't think they would ever just take it make away yeah the staple to be oh we want to give you vague information for you to explore the map for you to go there because that doesn't fit their game design and I don't think they should try to build to that. Just like Elden Ring would be extremely like significantly horrible if there was a ton of UI on there and not just like. You know, right now it's just like vague, like lights from the grease leading you um, different directions away. And it's like, yeah, which is so cool because you don't know exactly where it is pointing you. But it's like, you know, like a Skyrim, you know, it's like comparing Morrowind to Skyrim. And it's like, yeah, Morrowind was cool, like reading. And like even that had like a quest log because they were giving you a ton of information, I think. Well, that's an old school RPG too. Yeah. Which, which I mean, Elden Ring is you know, really takes roots in, you know, RPGs, just like, I mean, cause it's like, it's like, it's like that, like classic kind of RPG, just like with the stats, how you're building your character and stuff like but that. But it takes that and it evolves, you know what I'm saying? Like it's roots are very no, much there. No, for sure. I think it is, it is such a standalone thing that I don't think anyone will be able to capture again other than from, from so- software because just the style of game and I mean, even God of War, like, I think would be a less enjoyable game if you took away all of the UI. You know what I mean? And Elden Ring takes away, like, all of that. You know what I mean? Like, all of those markers, other than, like, small informative things. And I think, you know, yeah, like, even games like God of War 2018 would be be a less enjoyable game. Like I would get less of what made that game awesome by having to be like, oh, where do I think 
this is now like you know yeah certainly speaking of which if i don't you... think they should be offended though like when ubisoft and other developers were like that's not how you should make it. And it's like, no, that's how they should make their game. Make your game great. Oh, yeah, like, do how, do whatever the fuck you want to do with your games. Don't be telling other people that what they a, need to what, yeah. design your put game easy, like you. Put an easy mode in or whatever the fuck. And just like how you get lore is so significantly different. Like, you know, you're not. Oh, yeah, it'd be the you same. You feel such less of a main character in Elden Ring mm -hmm. and like a person surviving in Elden Ring where in other games... The goal is for you to be the main character and go on this journey. Well, you probably feel journey. like a side character until you get to the point of like towards the end of the game, you know, where you are like, oh, I've defeated all these bosses and now I am the fucking main character. You know and what I'm like, saying? Even though, you know, you can do all that, you could still get fucked up by so many things just like, yeah, out of nowhere. And that's always really nice. Yeah. Compared to, you yeah. don't you just don't get used to the enemies in the world or whatever, as far as like strength goes. Hmm. And just, uh, like, how you fight them and stuff. But no, I think it captures its own beautiful thing, and we shouldn't attempt to replicate it on a lot of levels. I think we should progress towards less everything being on the map. Here's five feet till you're collectible, uh -huh. you know, or till you're quest marker. But I think other games tell stories in very different ways that it would be detrimental to then try to play that like Dark Souls. It'd be so unenjoyable. Yeah, and speaking of which, if you are the type of gamer that wants quests tracked or whatever, there's a an iOS app that called Shattered Ring that um, is essentially just an RPG tracker for RPGs that don't have quest logs and stuff like that, but you just kind of manually enter the information. I mean, you can also do it in a notebook, I guess, is what many people are suggesting you do might feel more like you're role playing if you write it in a notebook but <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this world I'm a knight I'm riding around on my pony <laughs> yeah dude looking at the I can't the skull king I think is his name in 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 berserk I think that's his name something like that skull knight something like that how he rides around on his fucking horse it's like Oh, that those are that's the horse in Elden Ring. It's just this big ass armored fucking horse, you know, and he's leaping into this like through this not the sky necessarily, but he's like can leap on that fucking thing. Yeah, through and the I'm air. like, oh, <laughs> I how the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm I'm. It's weird how when I was younger, I attributed creativity to being wholly original, and I was like, oh, I'm not a creative person because I can't just sit there come up with something out of thin air with nothing. And as I get older, I understand, oh, creativity is like taking something and taking something that existing necessarily and making it new, you know, and putting your stamp on it in some sense, you know what I'm saying? And adding new elements and taking it further. And yeah, it's more about evolution than, yeah, than it is just revolution all the time. Like yeah. creating something unknown and is I've, almost impossible. And I found myself to be, to understand myself as more creative when I look at these worlds like Berserk, like Blade Runner or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I get, I'm imagining stories existing in these worlds that aren't being told to me over the head. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just beautiful things, you know? Like, uh, No, yeah. As you just explore like other meetings and you start seeing the influence and it's like, oh, it was just that this dude, you know, or this writer person liked all these five of the things and they made it into their one fucking thing 100%. and that thing's fucking awesome and i thought i was like whoa how are you 
how could you do that? That seems impossible to make. And then it's like, oh, oh dude, you just like all these things super that I inspired. like. Yeah. Well, it's like listening to like Peach Pit, for example. And I'm like, oh, there's like just essences of like different, you know, kinds of music in there. You know, they'll go from fucking blues rock to more country, like twang on the fucking slide guitar to fucking indie surf rock to like all of these different, you know, like. And it just flows. It works, you know, because it's just like you're taking still feels you take your them. inspirations and then you filter it through you. You know what I'm saying? It's not you're taking your inspirations and you're trying to copy them yeah. verbatim. You take them and then you like that's why, people, you know, I feel like some people are successful creatively and some people aren't because they're more able to take the influences or whatever and siphon it through their their experience and their perspective and to us to an extent that it makes it them you know no i think part of the process is like copying and emulating people you enjoy and doing things you know almost doing exactly what they're doing but being the creative person is then going beyond that you know and not getting stuck in the attempting to be somebody else the all the emulation. time you know yeah 100 yeah not get stop there because like yeah we all learn from everybody else and it's important you know 100%. to be influenced by that but no it was so cool at the peach pit concert how many times all of them changed their guitars like almost every song it felt like you know yeah either the switching. singer or the main guitarist was yeah, the, one one impressive thing was how well they all played together like it was such a there was so many beats in the show in which it was all like everybody had to hit the same time in order for it to just completely for that silence to hit right you know what i'm saying because there was a lot of times in songs not a lot of times but a few times in songs where like everybody would hit a big like and it just like everybody would stop all the sound just stop you know what i'm saying and in, in, in order to play like that you have to have a, a, a an incredible chemistry you know they looked like friends they looked like they were having a fun time. I mean, it looked like if they weren't able to do this touring and making music like they would, they They'd would still, still be, be in somebody's out. basement yeah. playing because it's like, yeah, man, like this is something we just do. And yeah, they're a killer band. So if you haven't listened to them, Peach Pit. Wonder, New album out. I wonder if since we're not making any money not off of this, can I put put a Peach Pit song at the end of the? <laughs> I mean, they could copyright strike us, even right? though we're making no money. Really? Hmm. I'll put 30 seconds. 29 tw seconds. I was like, I think it's 27. Oh. Um, they, be, they be lowering that stuff, bro. They be trying to catch you. Of course. They be trying to catch you. Okay, I'll put 25 ya. seconds just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put five seconds intermittently, just randomly in between <laughs> us talking to make an entire Peach Bit song. Um. Xbox is holding an E3 kind of showcase in June, according to games journalist Jeff Grubb. Who, I have no idea who that is, really. I mean, with all the developers they're buying, they're pretty they much E3 by themselves at this point. No, it's... that's true. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, they have the Bethesda conference. They have Activision so showcase. They got... <laughs> what else do they own now? They own BlizzCon. They do. They can do BlizzCon now. Now too. they do BlizzCon and QuakeCon. Like, dang. Yeah, which two of which I don't think are things that have happened in a while. But no, I mean, same with E3. This is the third year not holding. A... They did E3 last year, didn't they? They, they might have just done a digital, digital event. I don't remember. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so who do you think? What do you think they're going to show? I mean, probably the next Call of Duty, obviously. That's a given. Yeah. And probably share a little information about that. Starfield. At least a little information if we don't get a solid if release no, date. If there's no information, that's, that's a concern. A, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Uh, do you think they show Elder Scrolls? Anything? No, because I, they've I teased still think... both of them in the same conference multiple times. Like they've shown like screen, like like in the in the conference where they showed like concept art for Starfield. They then teased El or not Elden Ring, but if Elder they have Scrolls. the same block of time as they did when they were doing it themselves, maybe. But I still feel like Elder Scrolls is a ways in oh development that I, I don't wouldn't. Think... I'd be surprised if Elder Scrolls came out before twenty twenty seven. Oh yeah, no, which is a weird thing to say, but like. Wait, was that, was that like five years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Starfield's not even done, so it's like... Yeah, there's they no can't way. simultaneously work on two massive RPGs like that and have them both be quality and come out. No, and not in the same way. Like, I'm sure they're doing tons of background stuff for Elder Scrolls. Like, obviously it's in development, but it's like... No, they're coming out with a new IP, really big face, just been purchased, really big deal Yeah, to show you can perform. Probably like in the new war zone, I would assume, because I think they're doing a new war zone. Like yeah. a map or? Well, I think because the current war zone is just last gen. Ah. And so I think they're going to do a next gen battle royale or something. Be interesting. It does um, look like they're setting up for it with uh, adding it a mobile. Adding mobile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that that new war zone for mobile is just really a Call of Duty battle royale that they're hiring for, and also hiring a mobile team. And they're just in like the article or articles that are currently being written are framing it as war zone. Maybe they'll call it war zone two, but like that maybe they're just phrasing it as war zone because that's all we know of what Call of Duty. Yeah, give it a royale. facelift, but war zone the name I think. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, hopefully they announce more new multiplayer content for Halo because that shit is stale. They better, if they don't release a roadmap, I that's going to be a really bad sign. Like I bought an entire Xbox Series S for that game, and I haven't played that in two months. I think I haven't played Halo in two months. Well, it did. It just became stale. It And then and there was no promise of what's to come. Like, it's just... You know, I have nothing to expect or play for. I can't stay committed to this. To this boring game. battle pass and this... And, and, and it's a shame for a game whose minute-to-minute -minute gameplay is so compelling. You know what I'm saying? The gameplay is so solid. It's so solid. But, like, you can't keep it on the same maps and the same, you know, game modes, the same... Bullshit microtransactions with the same bullshit battle pass with no updates. You're supposed to be a live service game. What is? Where are you living? Like, yeah, where's the live service? <laughs> it's not live at all if it takes months and months and months to change a game plan. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, with the boost they had with uh, Battlefield being even worse, it's like, right. and like you said, it is such solid gameplay. Like they deliver with really compelling you know like like you're saying second moment to second to gameplay moment. and just it feels good using the guns and shooting and yeah fun to move around the map the grappling but then, hook is great it's like but then i'm done like 
Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's, it's disappointing. So I hope they turn the ship around, but I don't know, I can't imagine what if they showed a new fable? That'd be wild. That would be fantastic. I would love another fable. They talked What was the last fable? Didn't they do that Fable Legends? Yeah. But then they canceled it. Oh, they canceled it? Yeah. I believe so. I mean, that would that game was announced at the Xbox One reveal. Oh my gosh, it was yeah, no, that was totally canceled. And then they did, remember the the Connect Fable game? Oh, no. Where you're riding on a carriage it. and it's just two hands floating. Yeah, spells and shit. I remember that. I was like, this was Trying horrible. to make Connect relevant. Oh, my God. And now they just shit can that. Trying to make a... Bill Gates trying to put a camera in everybody's living room. <laughs> well, Fable would be interesting. Be cool to have a game with a morality system again now that they gutted that from like Fallout and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but I would like it to be more meaningful because just like in Fallout, like Fable, it's like, it had like some cosmetic stuff and like a little bit of story impact but it also didn't feel like Well, you have to imagine really like mattered. stuff like that was limited by the technology at the time. Like you could only do so much and I think games like, that's true. Uh, what was the game you used as an Oh, Fallout. Fallout was just building on you know, what was in the past, it wasn't necessary as far as like morality systems or whatever, it wasn't necessarily yeah. pushing the bar forward. So if, if it is a game that does push the bar forward with the modern technology and shapes the world truly based on your moral decisions, it'd be dope. That would, but that feels really hard to uh, program. And it feels like a carryover from like classic tabletop RPGs and even like a lot of modern like RPGs like Dungeons and Dragons are really downplaying the alignment system now and not making it as... It's more ambiguous. Yeah, instead of being like, you're lawful good, and now you've committed an evil act and you've lost your powers, you know? And it's like, you know, isn't like, what's evil? What's good? You just are trying to explain away your tendency to murder. Wow, I can't believe you're going to say that on the podcast like this. I confided you in confidence. Yeah, well, I've already told the police. They're actually out front. It's nice that the last record. <laughs> They're waiting. They knew we had plans, important plans. Um, what do you make of Russia legalizing piracy? That is hilarious. Yeah, what a response to <laughs> everybody being like, "We're not going. To, we're not sending our content to Russia." Russia's like, "All right, we'll just fucking take your content." <laughs> like, cool. I mean, we just will not charge people for yeah, this them has, to continue to get their stuff. This what? has no commentary about the war specifically, but it's just more of a hilarious content or commentary course, on the state of, of the world. You know, yeah. like what the fuck? Like, war there's is no... a very separate thing, but it's just a funny move. To think of Hysterical. in this like chess match, and it's like yeah, they're like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're, you, that means nothing. You're not gonna be able to watch Netflix, and it's like, cool. Right. We just, just won't criminally charge anyone <laughs> while we let them just take whatever they want. Think how great it'd be as a gamer. Start downloading as much content as you can. Yeah, except for like how you can't get that shit on PlayStation or something. You're still fucked in that That's regard. <laughs> PC Master Race. You know, that's a controversial thing to say because of its ties to white nationalism and just kind of like race hierarchy in general. Fair. But uh, it's what people who don't have bitchin' PCs say. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you need to come up with a reason for not having a bitchin' PC. (laughs) You sound like a billionaire. 
That's what poor people would say. <laughs> Not having enough money it sucks. Sounds like you're poor. <laughs> you know why you're poor? You don't work hard enough. Yeah. I guarantee it. You know why? You know how you could fix your poverty? Make more money. <laughs> I don't get why you uh, keep being poor just to get money and stop that. If you'd stop protesting on the streets and would just go make some money, maybe you'd be rich too. <laughs> Avoid protests and avocado toast and you too could own a house. <laughs> that sounds like a really funny bit. We should make a fake commercial <laughs> where it's obnoxious billionaire. I'm Paul Ryan. Oh, and that's I, a good <laughs> That's a real person. <laughs> and that's exactly what he said one time. All these millennials buying avocado toast or eating avocado toast every day. No wonder they can't afford a fucking house or some shit like that. It was like, okay. Yep. It's all the Mexicans fault. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's hysterical. So now, now my babushka will be able to watch the Batman. But uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how long it goes and what the fallout for it is. Because, like, um, just in the sense of, like, if these sanctions end, like, however things progress, like, he, he's got to remove that law, right? Like, there's no way he keeps piracy legal law. Sacred Symbols pointed out a hilarious fact, which is that PlayStation does business with the Saudi royal family and Saudi Arabia and Yemen are currently in a conflict and nobody says anything. Actually, almost every gaming company has monetary interest with the Saudi royal family. Hmm, and you just haven't heard anything about the conflict in Yemen. Not shit. Funny. Yeah, that doesn't from come anyone. up. Which it seems similarly important to Russia. Which I think we're giving arms to Saudi Arabia. We're, we're selling, I mean, for sure. If we're not giving them arms, we're paying for their oil to the extent that gives them money to buy whatever arms that That's they true. want to they buy. Can, they built a city in the middle of the desert. Like They built a city in the ocean. They just built a city in the ocean? Yeah. There's like a man-made... That's crazy. ...out into the ocean with buildings on it. They started dumping sand. They got a lot of it, so that was a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! I mean, they... I'm sorry, you just set it up. I Oh, they do have a lot of sand over there. (laughs) They got a lot of sand, though. In the middle of a desert. It's not a bad thing, just an observation. You know? Yeah, it's easy to just like, why were they selling trees up here? Like, we got a lot of trees. I don't think you could sell sand in a desert. <laughs> Honestly, if you start, if you bought sand in a desert, you're like, homie, look at this. And people <laughs> be like, bro, <laughs> bro, turn around. <laughs> Have you seen where we live? <laughs> well, yeah, wouldn't you say that if some dude's like, bro? Just bought this tree for my front yard. You'd be like, but there's uh, trees. Yes. Unless it's like you live in the Midwest, but if it's here where they haven't removed these ginormous evergreen trees from your front yard, it's terrible and saddening to me when I see people remove and I just see the de- the old stump. Yeah, it's really sad. And I'm like, that tree was there before you were even alive and you decided to have the audacity that your view was more important 
And what kind of a shitty view is it anyways? You can just see your neighbors now. You can just see your neighbors now. Also, no one asked. No one wants to see you. Yeah, Maybe the tree true. wasn't there for you not to see, but for them not to look at you. I know. I know. It's just like the people who don't wear masks, or didn't wear masks during the pandemic. Usually the ugliest people. <laughs> no hot people. Would like, why the... can't it be an attractive person? Because attractive people won't take that risk. I know. They want to live They're longer. smart. Self. I don't Selfish. know that I would say that. I'd say they're self-preservatory, yeah, but fair. smart. Yeah, self-preservatory is smart in a kind of way. In a kind of way, sure, but not, is it the kind of way? How are we determining smart, though? Like, it, I feel like it's wrong to set a single standard for what we consider to be intelligence. This has been episode 14 of the Checkpoint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Hall. That was one of your hosts, Matt Robot. Say, <laughs> I'm not suicidal. <laughs> um, he actually just had to be rushed to the emergency room. Um, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Hopefully he's here to join us next week. I doubt it, though. He looks like he's in pretty rough shape with blood squirting from his jugular. I don't know what happened. It happened so quickly. Uh, take care and do well.